0: What's going on fam? It's your girl Steph here for Girls Get Up, the podcast. Like I said, I'm your host, Stephanie. Welcome if you are a new listener. If you are one of my previous listeners, welcome back. Glad you came to tune in again. I'm really like, I don't know where I'm at with this episode. Like, I want to talk about it. But, I don't know. We're going to see. Like, I'm excited about this episode, but I feel like it's so, it's one of those episodes that, like, everybody talks about. But, anyway, we're going to get to all that. If you are a new listener, um, please follow my podcast page on Instagram. It is at girl underscore get dot the podcast on Instagram. Um, I follow back, I comment, I write messages, I'm very active on that page. So please go and follow. I would really appreciate it. And to everybody who has supported me so far, I truly honestly appreciate it. This is something that's very new to me. And this is a step out of my box. Um, I love talking, but I do not like the sound of my own voice. I think we've talked about this. I think I talked about this on another episode. But thank you for coming back to me. Those of you who were previous listeners, um, make sure that you guys are following me on Instagram as well. Like I said, at girl underscore get up dot the podcast. This episode, we are talking about being bossed up and booed up. Bossed up and booed up, okay? Alright, so being bossed up and booed up. I have been bossed up and booed up (laughs) oh man for years and then well let me just let me backtrack okay so i was in a relationship um when i first when i got my first professional job and when i say professional i'm talking like big girl job after college i started dating somebody And I'm not going to give too many details because it's irrelevant. Um, But I started dating somebody and we were together for a substantial amount of time. And one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to relationships is feeling like my time is wasted. I say this all the time. Do not, do not, do not waste my time. That is how you get on my bad side, because time is one of those things that you just can't get back at all, period. So, we were in this relationship. Initially, it wasn't really a serious relationship, um, and then it became a serious relationship. Well, <laughs> what I thought was a serious relationship, obviously I was misguided, but that's neither here nor, nor there. Um, so, It turned into a serious quote-unquote relationship Um, and there were a lot of red flags. I will go, (laughs) this is so funny, I will go into more detail about said relationship in a later episode because I want to spill some tea about it but I'm not gonna do all of that on this one because it's not really about I have a later episode coming that's gonna talk about breakups and toxic relationships and stuff like that so i want to talk about like the here and now but anyway fast forward like of course obviously me and him we it did not work out between us we parted ways and i'll just say it like that we parted ways and um then I found somebody else who I'm currently dating, and it is great. Um, everything is going really well. But the thing about it is, you know, he's working and has a lot on his plate. I'm working and I have a lot on our, a lot on my plate. So, um, like, trying to find that balance between our work lives and like our relationship, it I won't say it's been a challenge because I will say honestly he's made it very very easy. For me, um, I work really, really hard. Um, when I go to work, <laughs> when I go to work, I, I honestly try to give 100% of myself that day at work. And so when I come home, sometimes I'm not the nicest person. Not, not to say that I'm mean or anything like that. When I come home from work, and not to say that I, I'm just going off and complaining and stuff like that. But you know, everybody has their moments where work has escalated you to a point where you're just kind of like, "I'm over it." So I have, I do have those moments, and then there are moments when I come home and I'm like, super excited because something great happened to me at work. And so, um, I think that me and him have honestly learned how to balance, like beautifully learned how to balance. Our work lives and our relationship, because he works extremely hard too. Um, because not only does he work, like a, like work a job, but he also has like a business of his own that he works too. So it we have created this beautiful balance between us when it comes to our work lives and our relationship. And so that's pretty much what this podcast is going to be about, um, is finding that balance between the two. Now, um, I will say this because I may have listeners on here or I may have listeners listening to this podcast right now that are not currently in a relationship, but this can still relate to you because maybe, I don't know, I mean, I don't know your, your life. So I don't know what you're dealing with, and I don't know if you're trying to get in, in a relationship. or. So I'm not saying that you have to listen to this to get all of the tea about this, but I'm just saying it would be good to know just in case you do get into a relationship while you're, you know, working uh, working your job or whatever it may be. So I have, you know, if you go back and listen to my first podcast, you know, I gave like some little life hacks or my first episode I gave some life hacks and so I'm going to give some life hacks again because I just feel like I'm, I'm all about learning things quickly like give me the rundown quickly don't give me like this full explanation well not I won't say explanation don't give me like a 20 page paper about one thing like give me the bullet points with like a quick little explanation so I can move on Because I'm not going to read your 20-page explanation about one thing. I'm just not. Unless it's really interesting. So, dealing with relationships as a young professional. Here we go. The number one thing. Now, these are not in in any particular order. But I will say this is the number one thing. This is the number one thing that I had to learn. This is the number one thing that the person that I'm dating had to learn. I probably should have had him on on this episode but it's okay it, you, you guys may get to hear his voice later we'll see um the number one thing about balancing work life and relationships, relationship balancing work life and balancing a relationship is communication hands down number one thing if you can't get communication right listen it's not gonna be it's not gonna be fun Communication has got to be number one. So what works for me may not work for you, may not work for this person, that person, whoever. But communication, the way that me and him communicate, works for us. Um, We are very, very... and And I will say this. Communication between me and him initially... I won't even say initially. Communication between me and him had to grow. We had to get to the point to where we are. And I don't even think it was really him. It was more me. Um, I like to think that I'm a very good communicator. However, um, it takes me a little while to open up and really be in this Completely vulnerable space where I can just say whatever without feeling some type of way, feeling some kind of judgment, feeling bad for saying the things that I that I want to say. And the and the flip side of that is the other part of that that I had to learn was um, how to communicate without emotion being involved, and that's that is very difficult, and that's something that I'm still learning how to do so the one thing that i've learned when it comes to communicating like if there's a disagreement i have to learn that i cannot communicate based off of my emotions because i don't know what i'm gonna say and i and i know that if i communicate based off of emotion it's it's present day and it's not something that i have really truly taken a step back and evaluated so i had to learn To say, okay, I have an issue, but I can't talk about it right now. Give me like a couple hours, give me a day, and then we can talk about it. And I'm going to just tell y'all, when you get to that point where you can do that, you will be surprised at how what you think is going to be an argument is no longer an argument. It's a discussion. And it's a discussion of understanding at that point. It's no longer like, well, I didn't like that you did this and blah, 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 because that's acting off of emotion. But when you're able to take a step back and say, this is how I felt in this moment, are you able to understand that and understand how I felt in that moment and why I felt in that moment? And when you're able to have that kind of communication between you and the person that you're dating, oh my goodness. It's a, like, it it is an... You unlock a whole different level of relationship between you two because you're able to have this mature conversation about the issues that you guys are having without it being yelling, screaming, arguing, cussing, slamming doors, whatever it may be. Is it hard? Is it difficult? Yes, because I will say this, Sometimes he thinks that I'm shutting down on him when I'm not. Sometimes he thinks that me not addressing the issue right then and there is me shutting down on him and shutting shutting him out, which is not true. And I've talked to him about that. It's not that I'm shutting him out. I'm processing. And so when I when I finally told him that, which that took a moment for me to get to that point and tell him that, when I finally told him that, He was like oh I get it now like I understand and he was like I'm glad that you're able to process and come to come back to me and talk to me about it without emotion being involved and without it being like an argument because I don't like arguing I'm just gonna be honest I do not like arguing with people I don't I it just arguing frustrates me and I don't know how people constantly do it I don't know how people constantly get in arguments with the people that they're dating and still and are still dating them. I'm just being honest. Um, you know, I might have stepped on some toes, but I'm just saying if 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 being in a relationship with somebody is a constant battle and I'm having to argue constantly like, we're not gonna do this. We're done. Because it takes way too much energy to argue with somebody. And they're getting the best of you. The best and the worst of you if that makes sense so I say all that to say this communication is is the number one thing if you can't communicate then you need to you guys you and the person that you're dating y'all need to sit down and figure out how y'all are gonna be able to communicate with each other in a space that's not a hundred percent confrontational because I think that's I think that's the key to moving forward in relationships is learning how to communicate issues that you guys have without it being confrontational and and I get it some people are just that's just their nature like they're just confrontational by nature that's not me I'm too laid-back <laughs> I'm too laid-back and too chill to be confrontational with somebody that's just not that's just not my thing like I'm not gonna get an argue argument with somebody over something like silly and petty. Because most of the time, now eh, let me let me backtrack. Not most of the time. In a lot of cases, a lot of the arguments between two people that are in a relationship are petty. If you think about it. Cause it's like, what are we really what are we really arguing about? What is the problem and so you have to think about those things but communication is the number one that is the number one thing when it comes to dealing with relationships balancing being in a relationship and balancing your work life you have to communicate and then all the other things that I'm going to talk about kind of fall in line after that so number two is limit bringing work home now do I mean like physically bringing work home yeah if you can if you can limit that then great I get it some people work from home so your home is work I get it especially during this pandemic so I totally I totally understand that and I totally understand that that separation is a lot easier said than done but what I'm talking about specifically is bringing home work stress and work issues bringing that home to the person that you're dating because it's not fair to them now is that is the person that you're dating supposed to be like your safe place and the person that you could vent to absolutely absolutely but when it like when you're constantly bringing your work stress home It creates friction between you and the person that you're dating because it's like, I don't want to hear about all your work issues because I'm not at work with you, so I don't understand. I understand and empathize with you, and I'm sorry that these things have happened to you, but can we just chill out, relax, and be together and be in this moment instead of you complaining about this, that, and the third? And that was, the, that was what I was talking about in the beginning, like, it, and I have issues with this too, because sometimes I'll come home and I'm, like, complaining about stuff, and then I have to say, you know what, Stephanie, we're not going to complain. We're not going to complain. That, I will say, that one thing that I set out to do this, this school year, um, I mentioned in the first episode that I currently work as a um, school counselor. So I work in the school. And so one of the things that I set my set out to do this school year, because I knew it was already going to be a hot, stressful mess because of the pandemic and all these rules and regulations and all the changes and stuff like that, I saw it coming from a mile away. So one of the things that I promised myself this school year was that any time that I Formulated some kind of complaint about work in my mind. I was gonna come up with something that I was thankful for, regardless of if it was about work, personal life, whatever it may be. And I said, I think I said in the last episode, maybe the last episode, that I had like this sunny disposition about work and everything like that. And that's how that's how I've created it, because I just think about how I'm thankful for all these other different things in my life or other things that are going on in my life and that has kept me from complaining y'all when I'm just trying to tell y'all if you do it I challenge y'all to do it whatever you complain about whenever you have one complaint find something else that you are thankful for and it changes your mindset instantly instantly because it takes your mind off of the negative and turns your mind onto the positive But anywho so limit bringing work home try to leave the work stress at work like you and the person that you're dating you and your partner need to create this space where you can where you can vent and get things off of your chest and then move on don't harp on that because it creates a it creates friction between you and your partner you do stuff like that and i'm gonna say partner because you know everybody everybody is free to do whatever they want to do so and i i used to watch this girl on youtube i used to love her youtube it was sugar free tv if you know what i'm talking about you i love shira okay um was like one of my favorite youtubers back in the day when i was in college and she said until we're married, we're all partners. And I was, <laughs> I was like, "That's hilarious. That's so true." Because um, she used to say, "My partner bought me bended." And I was like, "Why is she saying partner?" And she literally said, like, right after that, on her YouTube channel, she's like, "Until we're married, we're all partners." And I was like, that's Julie noted. Julie noted. Okay, so number three. Make time for each other. So that goes along with limiting. Um, limiting bringing work home so you got to make time for each other so me and my boyfriend we like that's the one thing that I appreciate about him is like he has never stopped dating me never um we go we go out almost every weekend or we're doing something together almost every weekend it's something like we're always spending time together almost every single weekend so, we work during the week, Monday through Friday, and then Saturday hits or Friday night, Saturday, we're doing something together and we're spending time together. And it's just about me and him enjoying each other's space. So, you've got to make time for each other. If you work on the weekend, you know, find some time on like your day off or figure out a way to coordinate y'all's schedules, if possible, to spend time with each other. Even if that means like... In the evenings when you when when you come home because like there are times when you know we'll be at home and it's like or we'll be at the house and it's like I don't want to watch football so we'll find something else to watch on TV together that we both enjoy let me just tell y'all Wednesday night Wednesday night is our other than Saturday and Sunday, Wednesday night is me and him. That's our night, okay? We go to Bible study. Then we come home from Bible study and we watch The Mass Singer. That is that is our night. Wednesday night, I always look forward to Wednesday night because we go to Bible study and then we come home and watch The Mass Singer. And it's, and it's something that we both enjoy doing together. So make time for each other. Um, number four, this is, a, this is very important, too. Know each other's goals, dreams, and aspirations. You need to know what the other person wants to do with their life so that you can be that encouraging person, their cheerleader, the person that's telling them you can do it. I believe in you. I posted a quote on my... Um, it, was, it was on my personal Instagram And it was from, if you have not seen Queen and Slim, it was from Queen and Slim. And that's like, we, me and him, we love that movie. In fact, that's, I mean, we call each other Queen and Slim. It has nothing to do with, like, we've never been in that situation before. I just want to put that out there. We have never been in that situation before. But just like, kind of like, and I know a lot of people don't like that movie. Because they're like, oh, it's so superficial. The love between them is not really real. But anyway, anywho we like to think that like our our love is really deep like how theirs was at the end uh, but there's a there's a quote from the movie that i posted on my personal instagram and it said um when slim said swear on something you believe in and queen responded okay fine i swear on you i knew instantly that i've been settling in love all my life y'all get into it believe in your believe in your partner believe in them believe in their dreams and their aspirations because you would want them to do the same for you believe in in, in what they want to do with their life you got to be their cheerleader like give them incur- encouragement give them compliments like embed the confidence within them because you would be surprised that how people want to do things with their lives, but they're like too afraid to do it because they don't have somebody in their corner cheering them on. And how they want to tell somebody, "This is what I want to do," but they're too afraid to do it. They're too afraid to tell somebody because they have they have not had that confidence embedded in them because they haven't had somebody close enough to them to embed that confidence in them. Embed the confidence in your partner. Believe in their goals. In dreams and aspirations just as you will want them to believe in your goals your dreams and aspirations so you got to know each other's you got to know what each other wants to do in the future and how those two things are how y'all's lives are going to mesh together number five okay so you know how I was talking about earlier with communicating and like creating this space where you can communicate without emotion so number five you have to learn how to apologize and forgive and I think people I think this is along with communication this is like the number two thing that people struggle with like you gotta learn how to apologize and forgive like I've never met so many people or seen so many people that like don't think that they're wrong when they're absolutely wrong. Like you got to learn how to apologize. Like it's okay to apologize. It doesn't make you a weak person. It makes you human. You got to learn how to apologize and you got to learn how to forgive. I'll tell you. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to get too deep. Like I said, I don't want to get I don't want to dive too deep into my previous relationship. But it took it took a lot out of me. And it took me a while to learn how to forgive. And oh, what movie was it? I think it was um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Tyler Perry. I think I think that was the movie. Um, where she said, "You gotta forgive, not for you gotta forgive him, not for his sake, but for your sake, or something along those lines." Like, you got to forgive, not necessarily, I mean, yes, for that person, but you got to forgive them for yourself because that creates closure for you. So, learning to apologize and forgive is huge. Like, it takes a lot to tell somebody that you're sorry. Because I I understand the emotion and, and stuff that you feel when you know that you were wrong. And you have to kind of, it's like, it's like a dog when they, when they like peed in the floor and they put the tail between their legs because they're just so embarrassed because they knew that they were wrong. You've got to learn how to apologize. And it's hard. And I don't, I don't understand some people that have this mindset where they're like, I'm not going to apologize because I'm not wrong. And this mindset where they always think that they're right. Like what is this? It's okay to apologize. When you when you show that you can apologize and you can forgive, you're showing that you're a much stronger person than saying I'm not going to do that. Cuz when you say that you're you're not going to apologize and you weren't wrong in the situation when you haven't even taken a step back and taken yourself out of the equation and looked at it from the outside in and really evaluated like maybe I was wrong like you're you're putting a halt on your growth not only as like you're putting a halt on on your growth process mentally and it's like we're too old i mean i don't know about y'all i'm 30 so you're too old to be doing stuff like that at that point especially if you're my age I need to do I'm gonna do an episode about age 30 <laughs> that might come out on my birthday because I'll be 31 in January so I may do I may come out with a with an episode on my birthday when I turn 31 and kind of sum up age 30 because age 30 if you're not 30 yet let me just tell you age 30 is like it is a, a it's an experience Something about age 30 that year is just like, and even though my age 30 year is not up yet, I have learned so much this year, not only about myself, but about other people. And so many things have changed. I'm getting off subject focus. But yes, you've got to learn how to apologize and forgive. If you don't, if you can't get to that point, you are, you are putting a halt on your growth as a person mentally and emotionally and I'll just say this if you can't learn to apologize and forgive you are going to have a hard time finding true happiness because people are not going to want to fool with you if you're not able to admit when you admit your faults. so you've got to learn how to kind of get over yourself and move forward and then number six and this is this one maybe hit or miss with y'all but you've got to be okay with falling in love and I know that sounds very cliche but to me it seems like dating in the 21st century it's like everybody's afraid to be committed and, and settle down and be in a serious relationship. Like, I don't see how people have the energy. And if I, and look, if I offend you, I, I truly apologize. But I don't see how people have the energy to just kind of bounce around and bounce around. And we're just going to keep playing these games. And we just don't listen. It it gets old after a while. Actually, it gets old quickly. And you just like I don't have time. You get tired of putting in the energy to learning learning about somebody, learning somebody's personality, learning their their pros and their cons. It's a lot. So, don't be afraid to fall in love. People get in these serious relationships and one minute everything is going good and then the next minute they're like no nah, they weren't for me and I'm like what do you mean like y'all were doing great what happened now, we just didn't click like that and I'm like no nah, that's not you were just afraid of what you were running into because you don't want to give up this lifestyle because you don't want people to see you a certain a certain type of way But I'm trying to tell y'all, being in a serious relationship is where it's at. I'm just saying. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to worry about anybody other than that one person. Y'all can start establishing things together, building wealth together, building opportunities together with one person. Think about it. If you're bopping around and hopping around and this, that, and the third... And you end up with, like, you try to build an empire with one person. And then you got to take a step back because you bopping around with somebody else. Let me go try to build an empire with this person. Nope, that ain't going to work. Let me go try to build an opportunity with this person. Nah, that's not working for me. So much energy and time spent. If you're going to, listen, if you're going to bop around, just be by yourself. Honestly, just be by yourself. so you can figure out what it is that you are looking for precisely just be by yourself but if you are with somebody and you really do see a future with this person be okay with falling in love love is a beautiful thing it's hard and it's a lot of work relationships are a lot of work because you got two people with different personalities in most cases And even when you have the same personality, it can, it can be difficult. So you gotta, you have got to figure out what it is that you're looking for in that person. Do they have it? Could I see myself with a future with this person? And I mean, look at all of the aspects, every little detail because it only takes one little detail to be off for that to not even remotely work. So those are my tips. Communication. You've got to communicate. Limit bringing work home. Make time for each other. Know each other's goals, dreams, and aspirations. Apologize and forgive. And be okay with falling in love. You do this. I promise you everything's going to go as smooth as possible. If you're not quite ready for that, then work on some of these things within yourself. That would be my suggestion. Work on being a better communicator. Work on being better at apologizing and forgiving. Work on really narrowing down your goals and dreams and aspirations. So, with that being said um thank you for tuning in i know this is more like a this is a more serious podcast than the last one but it's gonna you know we're gonna kind of go back and forth and back and forth like i said i will spill the tea about my previous relationship on a later episode and i'm not even gonna go that much in detail because it's not even anyway i'm not gonna say that um so thank you for tuning in again please follow me on IG, girl, underscore, get up dot the podcast. hit me up, um, I would love to hear from you all, thank you all so much for listening and supporting, and just remember, you gotta get up, peace.